Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I'm so excited. Welcome back to NBA All-Stars Saturday night. Uh, enjoy the dunk contest this weekend. We're here on the Hickory Basketball Court. You know, the amazing thing is that basketball ring here in Indiana, it's the same height as it is in New York City and every other place in this country. Vinny, I would say that's a, that's a good dunk. Oh. Yes. There it is. Oh. That's nice, though. Yeah, isn't that something? Oh. Oh, the crowd didn't like that. They didn't. Mm. I like it, but that's an in-game dunk. Oh, oh my goodness. He did it too easy that time. I think we I got to see it again. I got to see it again. So your 2024 AT&T Slam Dunk Champ is Matt McClung. All right, give it up one more time, everybody, for your AT&T Slam Dunk Champion. Thank you for that tepid applause. Kenny, I'll begin with you as you... Canvas tonight. What are your thoughts? Dunk contest. It's a cyclical event. Hmm. Mm. Getting Lascarola tonight. There you go. I'm so excited. The Arbiata, a great dish. Cool. 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 One, two, three. And here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show, afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. So it's been a while since we've been on the air with President's Day weekends. We've had a lot to get to today. How about me sending a text on Sunday morning with, like, show fodder in the group thread and Tanny going, sir, our show is in 51 hours. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot we were off yesterday. You forgot we were off yesterday. I did. Yeah. I was show prepping on a Sunday morning. It's good. Let's see. Always be prepping. Yep. Always be prepping. Tanny's got it ready to go, what I asked for, too. He's he's just good like that. Of course. Yeah, of course he's does. gonna come through with whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He had the audio before it happened, by the way. <laughs> he did. It was our guy so Nico. It was our guy Nico judging himself on his radio appearances on our show. Uh, he was on Inside the Clubhouse and they were like, uh, how do you think you've been as a radio guy? How was your year? Uh, lo- le- yeah. <laughs> Why don't we just hear it? Uh, let's hear it. Yeah. It sounded as, like this. Uh, your radio career, you were on the score last year. How would you rate yourself as a as a radio broadcaster? I think it's been enjoyable to listen to. What what what's your own critique on on how you are on the air? 
Um, well, it's a lot more fun when, when things are going well, I can tell you that much. Um, <laughs> but uh, early in the year, I was, I was probably a little stiff. I'm still getting chemistry with the guys, maybe a little more generic answers. Um, and then I feel like as things got more, more comfortable as the year went on, it was something I really look forward to and nice to have that you know check-in once a week. And well, looking forward to doing it again this year. You did a terrific job, and we're looking forward to having you part of the station again, Nico, because you do add a lot to the Parkinson Spiegel show, and we're lucky that you're able to do what you do for us. So, so thank you for that, and thank you for your time this morning. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a good one. I appreciate it. Nico Horner. Look at the look at the teammate chef that's from Vegas Hall right good. there. Yeah, that's good stuff. Nico not joining on one of the good apps like Zoom or when he just did a phone call for them. See what he does for us? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Way to point that? that out. Just called on the phone. A lot of energy early in the morning. Started out a little stiff, said then got chemistry with the guys. That's us, man. Hey, hey, my God, he knows who we are. It's so cool. He, he was talking it. about Pavel Safera. <laughs> he, he, he called us the guys. The guys. He clearly knows us. Looking forward to it every and, week. Yeah, no, we, we, I, I mean, heavy hitters this weekend. I know we won't talk about weekend programming that, you know, many more times. Bob Costas was on Saturday Suckage so with, Rosen with Rosenblum. Yeah, I also don't understand, or maybe I should just applaud you for having the self-confidence to label your own show Saturday Suckage. <laughs> Bob, it, it it happened naturally. It was organically. We were not trying to run away. In fact, we do it as a public service. I suck, so you don't have to. Well, you know, self, self-awareness is an important step in life, so congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. Wow. And Costas then questioned, wow, why am I on a show called Saturday Suck It? So How about Rosenblum just called him Bobby? <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> That's great. They've got to know each other. I mean, I years. assume so. They have to. You think he was just on by happenstance? He's got. He's got to know him. He was uh, previewing this thing on Thursday night. This special about Game Seven in 2016. Terry Francona and Joe Madden, alongside Bob Costas, breaking down that Game Seven. It's a funny dynamic. Tito, what would you think of this game? <laughs> well, I Bad. thought Joe was an idiot, uh, <laughs> and I took advantage of it. Joe, what did you think? I stand by everything yeah, I did. I was going to say, <laughs> Dustin Rhodes is Terry Francona. All right, look, I have a limited palate. Okay? <laughs> All right, we get it. All right, so that's the fun. Because I got to say, did not love these Tom Ricketts comments. It, the Cubs do spend. They have spent to the luxury tax threshold. There is not a guarantee that if you spend, you will win. You can spend poorly, and they don't have unlimited money like the Dodgers. All of those things can be true, but you're still the Cubs. And let's just hear how he talked about Bellinger, the top agent in the sport, comps of other teams. Here's the owner of the Cubs. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, I mean, that's that's in that's up to those guys. And uh uh, we're just going to wait until we get serious. I'm like everyone else. We're just waiting. You know, we're waiting for um, whenever uh, whenever he and his agent are going to engage. And, uh, you know, it could be, could be any time now or it could be a few weeks. We'll just see where it goes. That's the beauty of baseball. Like, you don't, you don't have to, you know, necessarily have the highest payroll or the biggest stars. If you're playing well, anybody can beat anybody. And I was happy for the Diamondbacks. I mean, I think they, uh, you know, they're, they're a team that was, you know, a well- well-constructed team and 
you know, they play baseball with, you know, speed and moving runners and good defense. And so it's, um, I was happy for them. I just wish they hadn't beat us so many times. All right. So, I mean, the Bellinger stuff is, is, is a little bit of a separate entity um, for me, but that, that stuff there at the end, I, drive you crazy comparing himself to the Diamondbacks and talking about the luxury tax because because it, it's not even like a straight comparison. It's it, it's I actually don't think it's fair to say that he's comparing them to the Diamondbacks, and I do want to be fair to him. I think that it is it almost comes across as envy. It's like man, they they play that game they play the game the right way, and and look at what you can do if you just play the right way, and you can and you can get in, and that proves that you, what you can do is. It's a. It's arguing the exception rather than the rule. And they're David young. Eckstein. They're young and cheap, so his envy is is partially financial. Don't you think? Absolutely. Because well, that that that's the thing. It's that hey, the Mets spend a ton of money. They're in a disastrous spot. The Red Sox spend a ton of money. They're in a disastrous spot. The Yankees spend a ton of money. They're in a disastrous spot. Not the, the Padres spend a ton of money. They're in a disastrous spot. They're losing money. You can do that. You can win the offseason, but you're not guaranteed to win the actual games. Of course, you turn around and you say, well, the Dodgers or the Rangers or the Phillies. Yeah, the Rangers beat the Diamondbacks. No, I, so I, there you I, go. I know. I, I know. He doesn't sound very much like John Middleton there, the Phillies owner who tells Bryce Harper to his face, you're underpaid. Yeah. Who goes out and, and gets one after another. After and the only another. reason that I do think that they are a little related is he's like, I don't want to undercut my GM by talking to Scott Boris. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I do. You want him to undercut his GM? I want you, if that's what it takes to get the job done with the top A-list free agents, I don't want Jed to say he's worth $22 million and you go out and give him $27 million and undercut him in that way. But, like, Having a policy to not talk to the super agent who represents the super players because that undercuts your GM. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't talk to Scott. I got to be honest. Like, I don't talk to Scott. I, I don't. And then Scott fired back for anybody who missed it. Um, Patrick Mooney reached out and Boris said, "Free agency is about recruiting players. It's the normal owner's signature move to be involved in the efforts of recruiting players." and reaching out to me so I can convey to the player the ownership of the team covets them. That is the essence of free agency, and it is a custom and practice for ownership to express commitment and involvement. When Cody was a free agent last year, the Cubs engaged and were very aggressive in their pursuit, and their process is no different this year. So I am not clear as to what Tom is suggesting. Well, and we know that Tom <laughs> Ricketts has been at free agent recruitment dinners. Right? We, we, he, he was at the, uh, the first Shohei one. He was at... I think he was there with Lester. Like he he has been present at big free agent pitches before to show ownership's commitment and interest before. So I he is not like completely he he is an empowering owner and he funnels all the resources that the team yeah. makes back into the team. So he's a great owner in that respect, but he also can be hands-on when it's interested and required for him to be there. Uh, yes. And and he's certainly done that with players. And I'm sure he's done that with some agents who he doesn't perceive as trying to undermine him. Right. Scott Boris tries to undermine everybody to just get the most for his client. And he's totally cool with it in those comments right there. He's trying to bait Tom I felt like he was trying to bait Tom to call him. Like, you know, like, hey, what do you mean you don't know what I'm suggesting? That then they have a conversation. He'd be, Boris would love if that baits Tom to get involved. And also, this is the, the, the smallest of potatoes, but it is Scott Boris's job 
to if Jed says no on something. To go higher. To go higher. Oh, he's great at his job. Yeah, because like, just I know that my agent has pissed off people here yeah. before by going higher up than he's like supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And I I love it. They hate it. It <laughs> lends to at least to some contentious moments. And then all of a sudden you get a new deal and then you Wait, shake hands. You get a million dollar deal? And you and you and you keep it moving. I I laughed because this morning I was I like I was listening to the Rickett stuff, show prep, and I'm like, you know what? I should look at what GMs or owners are saying in some of the other markets where they're in the standoff with Boris, you know? And then that's what Kenny Rosenthal wrote this morning is exactly that, where he talked to, you know, he included, uh, you know, Chris Young's quotes in Texas, Ross Atkins in in Toronto, Farhan Zaidi in, in San Fran, all these people who are in the standoff with Boris. This is just the nature of it. This is the timing of it. And it, it it's interesting to me because Cody Bellinger's not a perfect target. He's not a perfect player for spending long term on. And yeah, they, but the perfect target also they haven't gotten those guys either. Well, they got Swanson last year. They haven't yeah, got. But that was not a per. I mean, you I didn't hear you. want him. Well, like, you know what I mean. Like that, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was they, the third or fourth guy in that market. They, I mean, saying they they paid a lot of a lot of money for him, but it's yeah, like yeah. But the, the three hundred million, the, the top fifteen contracts in the sport have not been given out by Cubs. I think Cody Bellinger is worth paying a bunch, but not too much. And yeah. I think and I think that's where they are. And so I agree. This is this is the standoff, and and this you're you're listening to it to it play out. You're listening to the the game of chicken play out in audio form. And it's and it's a weird thing because they will swear to you that they spend every dollar that they generate and make on the team. But that they don't lose money. That they don't like shoot to they're not willing to choose to lose money. Mm-hmm. Some years they might lose a little, some years they might make a little, but like in the aggregate they are trying to break even with it. And then you look at where they are for payroll this year. They're ninth in the sport. They're spending $188 million on payroll with clearly some room to add, as evidenced by we think that they're going to get Bellinger and they keep some in reserve for ads at the deadline if they end up being aggressive. So my guess is their payroll will be north of $200 million this year. And we know it's a good farm system and a well-run organization top to bottom. So it – I wish they had Steve Cohen money or the Dodgers TV deal, but they have neither. So this, to me, this actually, while the messaging can be messy and I don't love the Boris comments or the, the Diamondbacks envy, I still at the end of the day come out with, it's probably about as good of ownership as you could hope for without having one of those handful of rich hobbyists, as you call them, who is willing to lose $50 million a year. Willing to lose 50 or $80 million, or eight, whatever what, it is, like, and willing to tear the whole thing apart every couple of years, that's, if need be. It, it would be better to have – I'm not saying he's the best owner in the sport or anything like that. He isn't. But he's not pocketing profit from revenue every year and – Keep you know what I mean? Like yeah. and by the way, but I don't I don't know because we don't get to see the books. So I, there's I, a lot of people that think I know that, that he is that he won he won his ring and now he's just trying to pocket but it. I don't think, I, that I think that's I don't think that that's evidenced by where they are in payroll in baseball and you look at the teams who are spending above them and that they have paid the luxury tax 
before. I just I I don't think that that is. I think it's founded in cynicism. I don't think it's founded in logic or data. I think it's. Um, I understand where you're coming from. I also think it's it's too simplistic to look at a strategy and not realize that you know insuring yourself with the constant supply of cheap young talent is 100 percent the best thing you could do right it's why even though the nationals went over the top to pay for people they were able to replace bryce harper with juan soto and that's how they won you know that particular year but they they went over the top when the time was right the question is are the cubs ready to go over the top and get way into the tax i thought maybe but they seem to think, and may, I don't know how much of this is Tom and how much of it is legit Jed strategy, we can win with just maybe Bellinger at our price, or we can win in this crap-ass division. That's the thing we that can, I hate. Well, I, I think that it's clear that they want to try and win the division, and they're comparing themselves against the other teams in their division, and they're trying to be the big market behemoth of the division and not necessarily – traffic with the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Mets and the Red Sox. And well, the if, Dodgers are eighth in payroll right now, and they're ninth. Okay. So you know what I mean? Well, but that's now, only because they're, they're deferring the crazy amount that they are. Correct. And they're still a, a solid 20-something million behind them. But, but they're, there's, there's strategic sensibility in choosing to be the best in your division and not hampering yourself for years to come. The Yankees right now, by the way, if they wanted to pay, Rosendahl had this in there, if they wanted to pay, say, Blake Snell $40 million because of where they are on the tax, it would actually cost $83 million. So it's like an extra extra $43 million because they're up at that line. Is it their moment to do it? Maybe. They might still do it because they want to strike while the iron's hot and Toronto's coming and Baltimore's is here already. Yeah. But the Cubs, I think, believe that they can hang in the division with Craig Council coaching them up. And they probably can. I think they can. But you want to be – I the Cubs should not take advantage of geographic luck that they don't have another huge spender within their division. They need to hold themselves to the standards of the Braves and the Dodgers. I That I don't think we should accept. But spend smartly. 12, Intelligent 12, spending, it, baby. Yeah, that, that, that is reasonable when you don't have the Dodgers money. And you don't have a guy who's got $20 billion in the sure. bank and is just playing around with a toy. So, so let me ask you this. So Bellinger... For five years at two hundred million or whatever, let's say it's that, or six at two hundred, whatever. Like so, is that intelligent spending for a guy who's a little bit complicated as a profile in terms of the power and that stuff? When you have outfielders coming, especially PCA, you've locked up left field and right field for a couple of years here, and you just traded for a first baseman who's twenty six, and you have other possibilities coming up. Do you spend, you know, five six years and lock yourself into a guy who you don't completely love? I think strategically, I understand the no. I understand the hard line of what you're gonna of of, of drawing that line. But then it needs to be something else because this team As a, wasn't good enough with Cody Bellinger. Yep. So how are they better without him just because they added Craig Council? And this team with their farm system, their payroll, their place within the division, the number of years it's been since they won a division in a full season, mm-hmm. they need to be a competitive start-to-finish team 
this year. You see where Council said that the teams that have finished better than expectations in his experience are the ones where a bunch of young players exceed their individual expectations. And he believes, and Jed believes, that with them combined now, they're going to get more out of a bunch of these young people. It's fine to say that Bellinger's not the perfect guy for the moment. Okay, fine. But then you're going young in center and first and third with an incomplete starting rotation? That's not acceptable. There, it's not like there are no holes on the team where you could figure out a way to spend either in free agency mm-hmm. or by acquiring a, a veteran expensive piece through a trade. You know, there, there are ways to upgrade this team that are not Cody Bellinger centric. And then you say, well, maybe they don't like Matt Chapman. It's like, okay, well then what, what, are not, what about Blake Snell? What about trading for someone? You know, I, yep. I do think that they have an obligation to add a significant piece to this team soon a few a few free agents have signed but we're still in high 90s in terms of the number of viable free agents and a a lot some big names and some medium names still out there and they may wait a couple of weeks longer here in baseball's broken off season so they are not alone in this standoff i got some information that uh rosie does not know bob costas oh really that was just good producing that's what i that's what i've been told that's what I've been told. Oh, really? So Bob Costas, heavy hitters uh, on the weekend. I love that he found out on the air then that he was going on a show called Saturday Suckage. <laughs> That's tremendous. That must have just been a real situation for Bob Costas. It's a great book. Did you listen to the whole thing, Tanny? I, I bet it was great. He's always good, Costas. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's no way it was bad. It's impossible. Back to things that matter. We have an update on a position. For the Cubs at spring training. Parkinson speak on the score. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.